You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. On most episodes of this podcast, I have conversations with people who intrigue and inspire me, but some weeks you get a little bonus episode of just me and my thoughts, insights, ahas, and that is what today's episode is. The podcast is called Claim It because I believe that our feelings of joy, worthiness, success, love, being lovable, whatever it is, are not out there somewhere. Once I have this, do this, be this, then, then I will be enough. Then I will be successful. Nope. It's an inside job that every day it's up to us to claim it, claim our worth, our joy, our value, our enoughness. On today's episode, I wanted to talk to you (laughs) about the many ahas, reminders, insights I had today when I decided to go to a yoga class for the first time in a very, very, very long time. (laughs) Don't worry. It's not about yoga. You do not have to practice yoga. I'm not going to tell you to go to a yoga class, but just some insights that came up that can apply to many areas of our lives. And I used to, when I first started blogging, I remember so many blog ideas came from my yoga classes. So the first was, I live in like a suburb right now. Um, And I believe that it has made me think that anything out here, like a yoga class, a wellness space, the masseuse, massages, whatever it is, aren't going to be as good as when I lived in a major city, right? Like I've been telling myself oh, if I go to that yoga class, it's probably not even going to be that good because how good could the teacher be, which is like total bullshit. And then this studio opened up in this, it's the same strip mall that my post office is in. It's inside of a Krav Maga, Maga, I don't know how you pronounce it, studio. Um, It has a name that is just like SoCal Yoga. It just, nothing about it seemed like this is going to be a good class. And so it was. this is me and the judgments that our minds make up, right? I'm judging that the fact that people that live in this town that I live in now can't be good yoga studios or good yoga teachers. I'm judging that by the name of this studio and by where it's located and by what it looks like on the outside, it's probably no good. So that has kept me from going. Today, I was just like, I'm going to go try it pleasantly surprised once I did get into the yoga room. It was very nice. The heat was of a perfect level. Um, And I tried to tell myself to not judge the teacher and just be like, hey, you're in a class. It's heated. This is amazing. Stay out of your head. Uh, And I really ended up loving the instructor. And I could tell that she very much knew what she was talking about. And she was very much focusing on the things that I love for teachers to focus on. Um, And so I was just like laughing at myself in my head of like these preconceived notions that we make up about things, that we are constantly coming up with judgments. And I've talked about this before, like in my video of the fear of being judged, um, that I call bullshit video, fear being judged, which I'll link in the show notes. It's, I think, you know, judgments can always seem like a negative thing and they mostly are, but it's really, it's something that happens in our mind naturally. It's just like we're collecting data and then we make a conclusion based on it, which is, ends up being a judgment, a positive judgment or a negative judgment. And so I almost didn't go to this yoga studio 
because I felt like it possibly it couldn't possibly be good enough. The room was probably gonna be weird, whatever. It wasn't gonna give me the experience I wanted. I decided to just try and I was very impressed. So glad I went and just reminded myself to like, where are we putting things in a box or telling ourselves that's not good enough for me? That's not gonna be right, that's gonna be fit. I remember in my early 20s too, like falling in like with guys that they didn't fit my description of what like I thought a guy I would be interested should look like. You guys know I don't really use the word should. I'm using it more now to emphasize that like how much our lives are like ruled by shoulds without us realizing it. That I really was falling in like with this guy and had a major crush on him. It was somebody I worked with. But he did not like what he like listened to death metal and wore these big boots and all black. And like he just seemed not like the type of person that I imagined myself to be with. And it was such an interesting practice in allowing myself to like this person, allowing myself to have a relationship with him and like to drop the judgments of what I thought who I liked was supposed to be and look like or what I think the best yoga teacher or studio is supposed to be or look like. So go to a yoga class, <laughs> maybe, but just like notice where in your life are you making up these judgments that are blocking you from a place where you could be having an amazing experience. You could be having an amazing relationship, friendship, whatever, that people that look different than us, that like different things in us. Like where are you having judgments and you might not even realizing it, so don't make yourself wrong because it's, again, it's a natural part of us, but to see oh, I don't have to believe that judgment. Oh, I don't have to live into that expectation. I don't have to live into that version of should or what I thought would be right for me. Um, Yeah, there can be amazing yoga teachers and amazing humans all around the world and no matter what small town you live in or big town and um, amazing humans no matter what they look like. So it was an interesting reminder for me in this like the things our minds do that try to tell us what they think is best for us and like protect us. And so just try try. You don't know unless you try. There's a good chance I could have gone to that yoga studio and not liked it. There's another yoga studio in town that everybody I meet loves. I don't like it. (laughs) So also allowing yourself to have your own opinion and what feels best for you in this time in your life. That other studio I may have liked when I was younger, not so much right now. Another thing, aha, that I had in class is, um, you know, I've been practicing yoga for maybe 18 years now, which sounds like a very long time, but that also does not mean that I've been doing yoga for an hour a day for all of those 18 years on and off. And definitely in my years of being a mom is now like I do 20 to 30 minutes at six, five thirty or six in the morning. So when I'm very stiff, <laughs> so it's like beginner yoga again. Um, Anyway, I remember the years of yoga and when I was really getting into it and like that feeling of like have to be pushing and to do the, the the highest level offering of the pose that they were offering and I can't take a drink of water or rest because what will that mean about me? That so often we can be pushing through things or afraid to rest, afraid to stop, afraid to say no, afraid to try something new because 
really what's happening is like, what will that mean about me? What is it going to mean if I go into resting pose right now? What is it going to mean if I go into chaturanga? Which is, again, it's sort of this fear of being judged. What are other people going to think of me? But also, what does this mean about me? Like, so what am I thinking about me? And I think in the past that that fear of, oh, I think I'm going to rest. I think I'm going to skip chaturanga right now. I think I'm going to stop and drink water right now would show up as a weakness that if I have to pause or stop or modify something, I must be weak. And today, what I felt like was there also I felt new around me that there were some people I could tell must have been newer in yoga. And even though this is my first time in a studio in over a year, you know, I was like, oh, you can probably tell that I have a seasoned practice. Um, I know the alignment. I know what they're talking about. I'm able to go into the pose right away and not need to look around. My eyes are closed all the time. So I'm doing the breathing. What I felt was, yeah, you know, I think I need to stop and drink water. Oh, I think I'm going to go into child's pose. I think I'm going to modify that where it used to show up as these are weaknesses and fighting myself to allow myself to listen to my body. Today, I was like, by me doing this, it not only serves me, it's serving everyone else in the room because they will hopefully see me pausing, taking care of myself, listening to my body, and let that be a guide that they're allowed to do the same thing too. Huge shift. Again, people might, usually, usually everybody's just paying attention to their own practice anyway, so people probably were not thinking of me at all. But the internal guide of like, oh, if I do this, I'm weak, to now coming from, this is a strength. Pausing, allowing myself to rest, saying no to something. I'm taking this off the mat now, guys. <laughs> Listening to your body, allowing yourself to rest, saying no to something. Um, not always being the yes person. Whatever it is, it could seem like you're being weak, but really it's such a sign of strength and inner knowledge and on the mat and off the mat in my life lately, I'm able to see this is the best thing for me. And it this used to be something I would be afraid I would be judged for or that other people wouldn't understand. And now I feel more so that it's even more important for me to do that then because hopefully it is showing up to anybody out there that they can do the same thing. Oh, this person's resting, I can rest. That doesn't mean anything's wrong. This person said no to that. Everybody says yes to that person or that request. Oh, I can do that too. So many things in that lesson. Listen to yourself, trust yourself, be aware of what are you making things mean. Like if I stop, if I say no, what does that mean about me? And get to see that you get to choose what it means about you. And what are you making it mean? What are you, again, afraid that other people are going to think about you if you do something or you don't do something? And always realizing it comes back to you. What you believe is what matters most. That a judgment can only have power over us if it is something we believe to be true about ourselves. And usually the judgments are in our own minds, but we are afraid that other people have them of us. So it's our own work on ourselves and what we believe. And that you standing up for yourself, you choosing self-care, you taking some time for yourself, whether you're a your mom or you're single or you're, you know, you have a very 
clingy, needy family or friend group, whatever it is, realize that it is serving you, but also it might be teaching that other person, the other people around you that they can do the same thing for you. Setting a boundary can be hard for those other people in your life because it's a new thing for them, but then they may actually be learning, oh, maybe I actually need to make boundaries or maybe I have been doing something that's, you know, pushing boundaries and they didn't realize it. So seeing that these things that can be hard for us, these choices to make, they are best for you to make and that they are best for everyone else too because they might be able to then look at you and see, oh, I could do that too. Oh, and they might, you know, you might get some pushback. They might get, they may be confused. They might have anger. They might be annoyed right away. But I truly believe that they are taking these lessons that they learn from us and then it allows them to get deeper into what they want and to strengthen their own voice into taking care of themselves and listening to themselves, whether that means skipping a chaturanga or taking yoga in a hot yoga or taking a water break in a hot yoga class or whatever it may be in the big, great world outside. So I hope my little insights, ahas from yoga today um, can have you reflecting on your own life and how you're showing up. So again, like where, where are you like coming up with some sort of judgments that aren't allowing you to take a chance to try something. You won't know if you don't try. It might not be for you, but you don't know if you don't try. Um, And um, where are you making things like stop you because of your fear of what will that mean about you? And to see that a lot of things that you might make up are a weakness are actually a strength. And by you being honest with other people, being real, taking care of yourself, you are actually teaching others to do the same for themselves. So, a lot of good things. I think there are even more things that came up in that class. <laughs> but uh, I also was able to just enjoy the class. So, don't worry. I wasn't like too in my head. <laughs> yeah, so great things to think about. I would love to hear from you. DM me. Share the episode. I'm at your joyologist. Um Of course, please subscribe to the podcast, leave a review. You can screenshot it. A lot of people screenshot it before they actually like press enter. Otherwise, it takes a couple days to show up. And then email it to me at podcast at yourjoyologist.com and I'll send you a little gift from my product line. You know, I've got all sorts of empowering, inspiring goodies from the affirmation deck to wine glasses to mugs to keychains and magnets. I got a phrase for everybody. Everything from I am magic to I let that shit go to fuck your fears to own your awesome. <laughs> so there's a phrase that I'm sure will resonate with you and fit your needs. <laughs> and of course, check out my daily inspiration app in the Apple and Google Play App Store. It is also called Own Your Awesome. Hundreds of powerful thoughts and affirmations. And again, please send me a DM, share the episode. I would love to know what you think and that me um, sharing these insights with you are having you think about your own life. All right. I will see you and hear you around, mostly on social media, at your joyologist.